1: Sikapijana vallaha paha, pirivara dhahari. Yashoda nandana prajajana ranjana. Yashoda nandana prajajana ranjana. Jamunatira. The Natcha Hari Jamuna Tira, the Natcha Hari Jayadha Madhava, Kunjapi Hari Madhava, Kunjapi Hari Hari Krishna Hari Krishna hare rama hare rama rama rama, rama, rama hare hare jaya prabhu pada jaya prabhu pada prabhu jaya prabhu pada prabhu pada Prabhupada, jaya Jaya Prabhupada Jayam Vishnupada Paramahansa Padivraja Chariya Stotara Sita His Divine Grace Isi Bhaktivedanta Swami Sita Prabhupada Ki Jaya Jaya Vishnupada Paramahansa Parivarajaka Chariya Stotara Sita Divine Grace Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswatita Takor Sita Prabhupada Ki Jaya Nanta Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jaya All glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories, all glories to Shri, Guru and Gauram. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om namo bhagavate vāsudevāya. Hare Krishna. Good morning, everybody. After the uh, Saturn-Jupiter conjunction and the uh, winter solstice, I hope everybody's feeling transcendental and very psychically enthusiastic. So today we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, Chapter 7, entitled, The Sacrifice Performed by Daksha, and we are on text 35. So we will chant the verse. Siddha Uchu. I am Tvakata Mishta Pyushanadium Manovarana Klesha Devagni Dagdha Trishartavagadot na Nanishkramati Sada Uchu I am Twitkita Mrishta Pyushanad Manovarana Klesha Devagni Dugdha Thrishart Devagado Nasasmaradavam <clears throat> Nanish Kramati Brahma Sampanavana Siddha Uchu AYAM twakata, MRISTA PYUSHINADYAM MANO VARANA KLESHA DAVAGNIDAGDAH THRUSHARTA VAGADO NASASMARA DAVAM BRAHMA SAMPANHAVANAM So the word for word. SIDHA the Siddhas Uchu prayed. I am this tvatkita, your pastimes. Mrishta, pure. Piyusha, of nectar. Nadyam, in the river. Manaha, of the mind. Varanaha, the elephant. Klesha, Sufferings. Dava Agni by the forest fire. Dagdaha burned. Trisha thirst. Artaha afflicted. Avagadaha being immersed. Nasasmara, does not remember. Davam, the forest fire or the miseries. Na nishkramati, not come out. Brahma, the absolute. Sampanavat, like having merged. Naha, our. So translation, then purport by his divine grace. AC Bhaktivedanta, Swami Siddha Prabhupada, Ki Jai. Translation. The siddhas prayed. Like an elephant that has suffered in a forest fire, but can forget all its troubles by entering a river, our minds, O oh Lord, always merge in the Nectarian River of your transcendental pastimes, and they desire never to leave such transcendental bliss, which is as good as the pleasure of merging in the absolute. Purport. This statement is from the Siddhas, the inhabitants of Siddha Loka, where the eight kinds of material perfection are complete. The residents of Siddhaloka have full control in the eight kinds of yogic perfection, but from their statement, it appears that they are pure devotees. They always merge in the Nectarian River of hearing of the pastimes of the Lord. Hearing of the pastimes of the Lord is called Krishna Kataa. Similarly, there's a statement by Prahlad Maharaj that those who are always merged in the ocean of the nectar of describing the Lord's pastimes are liberated and have no fear of the material condition of life. The Siddhas say that the mind of an ordinary person is full of anxieties. The example is given of the elephant who has suffered in a forest fire and who enters into a river For relief. If persons who are suffering in the forest fire of this material existence will only enter into the the Nectarian River of the description of the pastimes of the Lord, they will forget all the troubles of the miserable material existence. The Siddhas do not care for fruitive activities, such as performing sacrifices and achieving the good results. They simply merge in the transcendental discussions of the pastimes of the Lord. That makes them completely happy without care for pious or impious activities. For those who are always in Krishna consciousness, there's no need to perform any kind of pious or impious sacrifices or activities. Krishna consciousness is itself complete for it includes all the processes praised in the Vedic scriptures. Srila
2: Prabhupada,
1: Ki Jaya. <clears throat> <clears throat> o magna tima syagananjana shalakaya Chakshuran militam nyena sri-gurve namaha sri-i-cetanya-manobhishtam stapitam-nyena-bhutade rupa kadamayam dadati padantikam Ancha-kalpa-trubyas-cha-kripa-sindubhyeva-cha pavanebhyo namo namaha Jai Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu-nithyananda shri advaita gadadha srivasari gaura bhakta Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare 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 Krishna. So I first ask for all the assembled Vaishnavs and Vaishnavi's blessings, that I may be able to speak properly on our Gaudiya Vaishnava Siddhanta, is given to us by our Srila Prabhupada and our Vaishnava Acharyas. And I humbly pray that I may be able to perform some service in making us enthusiastic in our devotional lives through whatever is spoken today. So, get a little sip here. In today's verse, the Siddhas are glorifying the Supreme Lord. We are continuing with the prayers of different living entities to the Supreme Lord, who's appeared in the sacrifice of Daksha. And so today the Siddhas are speaking and Siddha Prabhupada says that they're the inhabitants of Siddha Loka. So who are the Siddhas? They are great, amazing, powerful yogis. And these great yogis, they are complete in the eight kinds of material perfection. So what are those eight material perfections? So in Patanjali's uh, yoga sutras, he goes through the eight mystic powers that one can achieve through mystic yoga. So the first one is anima the ability to become smaller than the smallest, reducing one's body to the size of an atom or even becoming invisible. Mahima, the ability to become infinitely large. Lagima, the ability to become weightless or lighter than air. Prapti, the ability to instantaneously travel or be anywhere at all. Prakamya, the ability to achieve or realize whatever one desires. Vashitva, the ability to control nature, individuals. Vashitva, the ability to control all material elements or natural forces. So these are the eight mystic powers that one can achieve through the mystic yoga process. Then the siddhas are those living entities who live in siddhaloka and they have these eight mystic powers in perfection. But it's interesting that Sr the Vishvanat Shrikavartit Thakur and Sr the Prabhupada they state that from their statement it appears that they are pure devotees. And Sridha Bhakti Vishvanat Thakur states that they are actually perfect in bhakti, they have prema. So we can understand that these aren't just perfected beings in the material realm, but they're also perfect in the spiritual realm. Why are they perfect in the spiritual realm? Because they're always absorbed in the pastimes of the Lord. And they give the example of the elephant who is suffering from a forest fire and is only able to forget all its troubles troubles by entering the river. Am I lagging a little bit on this? What did
0: you say, echoing? Am I,
1: it, uh, am I lagging in the picture? A little bit. A little bit?
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can still hear you fine.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So, the elephant that has suffered in a forest fire can forget all its troubles by entering the river. And in the purport, the Prabh- Prabhupada says that the living entities, the citizens say that the mind of an ordinary person is full of anxieties. So in this world, there we are experiencing ourselves that, that there's so much anxieties. And I was really thinking about how as human beings, we're on top of the food chain, we have, so many technological advances we have so many advancements in the medical fields in the different sciences we have amazing luxuries in life and compared to the other living entities that are on this planet that are really struggling just for survival i mean there's living entities that we can see just walking around the neighborhood They're constantly in anxiety over food. They're constantly in anxiety over being eaten by another creature. And for us humans, we're able to live in such luxury, yet we're full of anxiety. We can see this all over the world, how there's human beings are in, in so much anxiety, and we really see it through advertisements, right? There's so many advertisements for anti-anxiety pills and medications and so many advertisements to make us buy things that we don't need so that we can have a false sense of security in this world. But why are we really in anxiety in this world? Srimad Bhagavatam tells us, gives us the answer to this question of why we're in fear, why we're in anxiety. In Canto 11, chapter two, text uh, 37, Bhayam mm-hmm. dvitiya bhinive shitas yad ishad tasya viparya yosmiti, buddha abhijetam bhaktiya kayesham gurudeva tatma That fear arises when a living entity misidentifies himself as the material body because of of absorption in the external illusory energy of the Lord. When the living entity thus turns away from the Supreme Lord, he also forgets his own constitutional position as a servant of the Lord. This bewildering, fearful condition is affected by the potency for illusion called maya. Therefore, an intelligent person should engage unflinchingly in the unalloyed devotional service of the Lord under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master, whom he should accept as his worshipable deity and as his very life and soul. So, I was hearing should the prabhupada give a lecture yesterday, and refer to this verse because he was talking about how so many people are living in anxiety and fear. And it all starts because we have forgotten that we're pure spirit souls and that we have a very intimate relationship with God. We think that we're this material body, so we're always afraid of death. If this body is all in all, we're afraid of diseases and so many things, even social pressures, which gives us so much anxiety, especially with young people nowadays. Social anxiety is such a uh, huge thing. Some people are even afraid to leave their house because of social anxiety. But so the siddhas say that ordinary living beings, ordinary humans, they're full of anxiety. But if persons, it says here, if persons who are suffering in the forest fire of this material existence will only enter into the nectarian river of the description of the pastimes of the Lord, they will forget all the troubles of the miserable material existence. <coughs> so Krishna states, in Bhagavad-gita sarva-dharman-pritya-ja ma-mekam-sharanam-vraja sarva pah bhebhyo yashyami maha that by surrendering to Krishna, Krishna, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is our most dear loving friend, will save us from so much fear and anxiety in this material world. And so the Siddhas are saying the same thing, that just like an elephant suffering in a forest fire can forget all his troubles by entering a river, our minds, O Lord, always merge into the Nectarian River of your transcendental pastimes. And the Prabhupada says, hearing of the pastimes of the Lord is called Krishna-kita. And there are two types of Krishna-kita or topics or words spoken by Krishna and narrations about Krishna. So one type of Krishna-kita or hearing of the pastimes of Krishna is Bhagavad Gita where Krishna himself is speaking to Arjuna, different instructions. And the other krishna Kita, is narration spoken about Krishna. And the example there is Srimad Bhagavatam, where you have Shukadeva Goswami speaking to Maharaj Pariksit about the different pastimes and narrations of Krishna and Krishna's devotees. So Bhagavad Chapter 8, text 6 says, Yam Yam Vapi Smaran Bahavam, that whatever we're thinking about at the time of death, where our consciousness is, that will be our destination in our next existence. And so, Prikshit Maharaj, Srimad Bhagavatam, shows us how to really absorb our mind. In the pastimes of Krishna. Maharaj Prikshit he was a great king who was cursed to die in seven days. So what did he do? He immediately gave up everything, gave up his kingdom, and he went and he sat and he went and sat on the bank of the river Yamuna. And sitting on the bank of the river Yamuna, he waited for Shukadev Goswami to come. Why? Because Pariksit Maharaj, he was a devotee and he's showing the whole world through his own example that at the time of death, one should completely absorb themselves in the pastimes of Krishna. And even so much more than that, not just at the time of death, but Pariksit Maharaj was a great devotee throughout his whole life. So it was natural that he wanted to hear about the pastimes of Krishna. And so Pariksit Maharaj sat and heard from Shukadev Goswami so many amazing pastimes of Krishna, so many amazing pastimes of Krishna and his devotees. And they showed how to obtain perfection just by hearing and chanting about the pastimes of Krishna. And there are amazing verses where they're so absorbed in hearing about the pastimes of Krishna that Pariksit, this great king, He wasn't even feeling hunger or thirst. He wasn't even feeling sleepy. He was just completely absorbed in the pastimes of the Lord. (coughs) And so Krishna Kata is hearing about the pastimes of the Lord. And by hearing about the pastimes of the Lord, absorbing our minds then we forget all the anxieties and fear of this material world why because we're actually connecting our true selves with the absolute reality with the true reality we're actually going back to our constitutional position and tapping into the spiritual world and we shouldn't hmm. We shouldn't think that the process of Krishna consciousness is unscientific. Shri Prabhupada, the nectar of devotion, is actually titled the science of devotional service, the science of bhakti yoga. So there's a scientific process of entering into the pastimes of the Lord. In Krishna book, in chapter 46, um, starting on page 328, Srila Prabhupada talks about this remembering the pastimes of Krishna, this Lila smarana. So Srila Prabhupada, he states that since Krishna had departed from Vrindavan and gone to Mathura, the inhabitants of Vrindavan, especially Mother Yashoda, Nandamara, Srimati Radharani, the gopis and the coward boys were simply thinking of Krishna at every step. They were thinking, here Krishna was playing in this way. Here Krishna was blowing his flute. Krishna was joking with us in this way and Krishna was embracing us like this. This is called Leela Smarana. And it is the process of association with Krishna most recommended by great devotees. Even Lord Chaitanya, when he was at Puri, Jagannath Puri, enjoyed Leela Smarana association with Krishna. Those in the most exalted position of devotional service and ecstasy can live with Krishna always by remembering his pastimes. Shri the Vishwanath Chirkavarti Thakur has given us a transcendental literary work entitled. Krishna Bhavanamrita, which is full with Krishna's pastimes. Exalted devotees can remain absorbed in Krishna thought by reading such books. Any book of Krishna Leela, even this book, Krishna, or our teachings of Lord Chaitanya is actually soulless for devotees feeling separation from Krishna. So yesterday, Samipras Prabhu gave a really nice presentation on sambandha tattva and rasa tattva and so in bhagavad-gita right we're hearing about our relationship with krishna our relationship with this material world who we actually are and we're getting the foundation foundational knowledge of tattva to then go into the more esoteric realms or the higher Levels of Krishna consciousness. The rasa tattva. And so. Should the Prabhupada. In speaking about. Lila smaranam. Or hearing. About the pastimes of the Lord. He's using. Words like. Those in the most. Exalted position. Those who are feeling ecstasy. And again. Exalted devotees can remain absorbed. In Krishna thought. So we should understand that we can't just jump into the pastimes of Krishna in a cheap way. This is what is called sahajyaism or taking something very cheaply. But this is why Srila Prabhupada and our previous teachers, they've given us such a scientific process to enter into remembering the pastimes of Krishna. And in the nectar of instruction, Rupa Goswami, he gives us the verse, ta marupa charitādi sakir ta nānus mityo krameyana rasana manisa mihyojya, tishtan vrajay taranurāgi janā nughāmi kalam alam nayeda That the essence of all advice is to remain 24 hours, let me pull up the exact translation. Text eight says, the essence of all advice is that one should utilize one's full time 24 hours a day in nicely chanting and remembering the Lord's divine name, transcendental form, qualities, and eternal pastimes, thereby gradually engaging one's tongue and mind. In this way, one should reside in Vraj, Goloka Vrindavan Dham, and serve Krishna under the guidance of devotees. One should follow in the footsteps of the Lord's beloved devotees who are deeply attached to his devotional service. So in this verse, tan nama rupa charitadi sekirtanano smritiyo kramena, kramena gradually or step by step. So in the beginning, we focus on the Lord's divine name, chanting and remembering the name of the Lord, which is none different than the Lord. Cheto darpanam marjanam bhava mahanda vagni By hearing and chanting the holy name of the Lord, we cleanse the mirror of the heart. We get free from the blazing fire material existence, just like in, this, in today's verse, the elephant entering into the Nectarian River. Of the pastimes of the Lord. And so we're able to purify ourselves. And then next, we focus on the transcendental form of the Lord. How can we understand the pastimes of the Lord if we don't understand the Lord's form? That the Lord has a personal form, the Lord has qualities, and then finally, eternal pastimes. And even before we get to the eternal pastimes, What is Srila Rupa Goswami saying? That one should follow in the footsteps of the Lord's beloved devotees. Take guidance of the devotees. And I wanted to show that in the purport, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur goes step by step on how to actually enter into the Lord's transcendental pastimes. And um let's see if i can pull it up anyway uh can i don't know it's not letting me pull it up but there's a really nice uh
0: which thing because i can get it for you if needed
1: it's it's actually in this book called Upadeshamrita Sabodani,
0: okay. And
1: uh, I have the picture. I think I can send it to you.
0: Okay. Yeah. Try that.
1: Because it's really nice to see it in a uh, in the graph. Mm. uh okay i just sent it to you did you receive it rinda
0: Yep,
1: I got it. Let me see if I can share it. Okay. You see it? Yeah. Um, is there any any way? Oh, yeah, there we go. So here, uh, one devotee named Gurunga Darshan Prabhu, my godbrother in uh, Govardhan Eco Village, he uh, makes these really amazing. Uh, books that are study guides to all of Shri Prabhupada's books. And so, Upadeshamrita, the nectar of instruction, um, he made a study guide for this. And in the purport to text eight, Shri Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur goes through the different stages from Shravan to Smarana. And so, the first stage. Shravanadasa, the neophyte stage in which one hears Krishnanam and Krishna katha constantly. So again, Chaito Dharpana Marjanam, the first instruction of Lord Chaitanya and Shikshastakam to chant the holy name in which to purify ourselves. And then when we come to a further stage of purification, then there's Varanadasa, the stage of acceptance in which one becomes attached to hearing krishna Kita and performs kirtan of what one is hearing so the third stage smara the stage of remembering krishna when one can chant in ecstasy that has five levels so if we go back to the second stage <clears throat> lord chaitanya in his second sh- shikshastakam verse talks about how he's not feeling ecstasy because of nanuragaha, not getting an intense um, attraction for the holy name because of committing offenses. So when one chants constantly and hears constantly, they purify themselves from the ten offenses of the holy name, and then gets to the second stage where one has rag or taste, and then finally smarnadasa, where one is chanting in ecstasy. So if we Think about entering into the level of Smarana. We can think about our qualification, right? Shuddha Bhaktivinoda Thakur, in talking about entering into the pastimes of the Lord, says first deserve, then desire. So, what is our qualification for entering into really remembering the pastimes of the Lord is chanting in ecstasy. And in that remembering, there's five levels, smarana, dharana, dhyana, anusmriti, and then finally samadhi. So smarana, recollection or distracted remembrance of Krishna. So even once chanting in ecstasy, that smarana, the beginning stages of remembering the pastimes of Krishna, there can be a little distraction. After more purification, dharana, absorption or remembrance of Krishna without distractions. Dhyana, meditation or concentrated remembrance or unbroken contemplation on Krishna. Anusmriti, constant performance of dhyana. And then finally, samadhi, unceasing anusmriti or spiritual trance where one's meditation is entirely free from impediments and wholly uninterrupted. So these are the five levels of smarana, which ends with Samadhi. And then in this, from Sravana to smarana, then we get to Apana Dasha, the stage where the sadhika achieves realization of one's spiritual identity. And then the final stage, which you can see at the top, in the, there's the next page though, Sampati Dasha, The stage of perfection when the soul finally obtains the spiritual form and is appointed to the eternal service of Krishna in the spiritual realm or Vastu city. So, this is the stage by stage or scientific way to actually enter into the pastimes of the Supreme Lord. And so, again, this is found in text eight, Nectar of Instruction. Uh, purport it's translated there by Shila Prabhupada but from Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur but really Granga Darshan Prabhu he does such an amazing amazing service by uh, putting together these study guides and so we by going through that purport by going through that graph we can understand that it's not such a cheap thing just to jump into the pastimes Of the Lord, we should understand that it is the goal. It's the highest goal to actually remember our transcendental position and remember our transcendental relationship with the Lord in one of five (coughs) Rasas. But this comes about by intense purification, prayer, and being qualified. And so this is why Sadhu is so important to really help us understand what our qualification is, what we're struggling with, so that we can make progress on the scientific path to remembering the pastimes of the Lord. And in the purport to today's verse, it talks about how they simply merge in the transcendental discussions of the pastimes of the Lord, the siddhas. That makes them completely happy without care for pious or impious activities. For those who are always in Krishna consciousness, there's no need to perform any kind of pious or impious sacrifices or activities. So in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi Uvila, chapter four, text uh, 33, Krishna and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so when we're thinking about the goal of Krishna consciousness the goal of Krishna consciousness is to be Krishna conscious to remember Krishna always and never forget Krishna and Krishna states in Chaitanya Charitamrita that by hearing about the pure love of the residents of Vrindavan. So hearing, right? Hearing krishna Kitta, hearing Srimad Bhagavatam, hearing Krishna book, Srila Prabhupada said, all of the books like Krishna, teachings of Lord Chaitanya, any book about Krishna-lila, solace for the devotees. So by hearing <coughs> about the pure love of the devotees with Krishna, then by hearing about that devotees will worship me on the path of spontaneous love abandoning all rituals of religiosity and fruit of fruit of activity In the purport should the Prabhupada quotes Raghunath Das Goswami King Kulashekar and says that they've recommended with great emphasis that one develop the spontaneous love of Godhead even at the risk of transgressing all the traditional codes of morality and religiosity. Sri Raghunath Das Goswami, one of the six Goswamis of Vrindavan, has written in his prayers called the Manak Shiksha that one should simply worship Radha and Krishna with all attention. So even the eighth verse from the nectar of instruction that we went through, this is talking about this spontaneous devotional service. And Raghunath Das Goswami says, Nadharmam, Nadharmam. One should not be much interested in performing Vedic rituals or simply following rules and regulations. And King Kulashekar, in his book Mukunda Stotra says, I have no attraction for performing religious rituals or holding any earthly kingdom. I do not care for sense enjoyments. Let them appear and disappear in accordance with my previous deeds. My only desire is to be fixed in devotional service to the lotus feet of the Lord, even though I may continue to take birth here life after life. So in these prayers, these great personalities, the Siddhas, Raghunath Daskuswami, King Kula they're not concerned with performing sacrifices, religious activities. They're not even caring about what is pious or impious because they're completely absorbed in the pastimes of the Lord. So because they're completely absorbed in the pastimes of the Lord, they're not worrying about the mundane aspects of life because they're beyond that. And they're naturally beyond pious or impious activities because they're fully Krishna conscious. So when one is Krishna conscious, they're beyond all the dualities of this material world their life is completely perfect. And in terms of Krishna consciousness itself is itself complete, for it includes all the processes praised in the Vedic scriptures. A verse in Bhagavad Gita, maho pachato Guriyan. that even if somebody who's very low in life, they take to Krishna consciousness and they're chanting the holy names, they're remembering the Lord, even though they might not have a very high birth. They might not be very intelligent. They might not be very beautiful. They don't have any good qualifications, but if they're chanting the holy names and if they're remembering the Lord, then they've performed all the Vedic rituals. They've been to every holy place. They've performed every tapasya. They've performed every kind of religious duty and they're actually perfect just by chanting the holy names. And Lord Chaitanya says, Sudridhā Krishna Bhakti Kaile, Lord Chaitanya says that faith, Shraddha, when we think about if we have faith in Krishna consciousness, faith means that Sarva Sarvakarma Hoy, every activity is automatically performed when one engages in Krishna Bhakti. So again, it's not that we engage in spiritual life when everything material just falls apart, but spiritual life, engaging in sadhana and then reaching perfection, we even see in the pastimes of the great devotees of the Lord that they achieve all material and spiritual perfections by surrendering to the Lord. And I wanted to close by understanding this very clearly that what does it really mean to be absorbed in meditation on the pastimes of the Lord? Does it mean to sit down in meditation? We're not going to do any other activity, but we're just going to sit down and just meditate on the pastimes of Krishna. We have to see everything in scripture through the life of Śrīla Prabhupāda. So Śrīla Prabhupāda is a great perfected devotee who's intimate associate of Radha and Krishna. And yet Śrīla Prabhupāda was not just sitting down in meditation and just thinking about the pastimes of the lord what was he doing he was managing the international society of krishna consciousness he was writing so many letters he was preaching he was doing so many translations of the great literatures throughout the night he slept what maybe three to four hours sometimes devotees say that he didn't even sleep at all that he was 24 hours engaged in the service of the Lord. So this is because the Prabhupada and even the Siddha Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur in the previous acharyas, they were so full of compassion for the fallen living entities like ourselves that it wasn't the perfection of Krishna consciousness, isn't just sitting down and saving oneself, just remembering the pastimes of Radha and Krishna while the rest of the world goes to hell no they were so full of compassion that they wanted to start a movement a revolution and following in the the instructions of Lord Chaitanya that the mercy of Lord Chaitanya is that just by chanting the holy names and helping others chant the holy names and preach to others then one becomes perfect and automatically all the pastimes of the Lord will manifest within the heart. It, it's not a uh, just an external sit down, I'm going to memorize the pastimes of the Lord, but it's actually chanting in ecstasy and then everything will be revealed. So we have to see all of this through the life of Srila Prabhupada and how he was such a perfect devotee, remembering Krishna, 24 hours a day. And yet at the same time, he was fully engaged in trying to save others. So when we hear about absorbing our minds into the Nectarian pastimes of the Lord and meditation and smart and all these things, it doesn't mean to just give up everything to help others and just sit down in meditation, but the essence of it all is to help all the Vaishnavs save the world in a uh, in a uh, whatever capacity that we're going to help do that. So it is eight fifty. Thank you for your kind attention. Sorry, there's a lag on the. Video. Um, if there's any questions, comments, or corrections on anything that was spoken,
2: uh, I I have a question.
1: Hare Krishna Vijay Krishna Prabhu. Uh,
2: Balgopal Das Prabhu, uh, please accept my humble obeisance all to Śrīla Prabhupada. But Hare if Krishna. a senior Hari Krishna, if a senior devotee wants to go first. Asking a question, uh, I can wait. Maybe Mother Nidra wants to ask a question or make a comment. I can wait.
0: Go right ahead, Vijay Krishna Prabhu.
2: Hare Krishna Mataji. (laughs) Oh, so uh, can I go ahead? Yes, yes, Prabhu. Prabhu. Okay, so. Um, my question is um, related to, to the following sentence from the purport, and uh, it goes as follows. Um, uh, quote, the siddhas do not care for fritive activities such as performing sacrifices and achieving the good results, end quote. And if I may, I would like to add to this sentence uh, the following Mukunda Malastotra verse written by King Kula text 51. And it is as follows: By themselves, the words Krishna, Krishna are sufficient to drive away the sins of all living beings. Anyone who possesses devotion for Lord Mukunda that is densely imbued with ecstasy, holds in the palms of his hands, the gifts of liberation, worldly influence and wealth. So based on these uh, contributions from the Shastras, my question is as follows. If um, devotees of Lord Krishna do not care for uh, p- performance of sacrifices and the achievement of the good results, and if they hold in the palms of their hands the gifts of liberation, worldly influence and wealth, why is it that the most exalted members of human society the sannyasis uh, um, go for begging door to door hmm.
1: so if i just understand correctly why why is it sannyasis go begging from door to door if they just by chanting krishna krishna and they have gifts of liberation worldly influence and wealth the um, yeah, yeah,
2: yes, that is my question, please. Okay.
1: Um, Shri the Prapad in first canto of Shrimad Bhagavatam, when it talks about how Shukadeva Goswami, the original sannyasi, he goes begging from door to door for milk. He would actually only stay for the duration that it takes to milk a cow, and he would then take the milk. So should the Prabhupada explains how the varajakacharya sannyasis, they are not going door to door for their own benefit. Um, we see even the six Goswamis, they were doing madhukari or you know, collecting like a bee from place to place, different food stuff. They're actually engaging the householders or the grihastas in Krishna consciousness by the culture of respecting those who are representatives of Krishna so the sannyasis and even other um, you know sadhus they beg from door to door it's actually they're giving their mercy to the householders who should be actually supplying everything for them anyway because the householders they're working they're making money and in the Vedic culture, it's a way to actually honor the, honor these sadhus, is to give them madhukari, even though, as you pointed out in Mukunda Malastotra, in their hands, they have liberation. And Krishna Karnamrita, Mangala Thakur says that liberation herself is standing at the door of, uh, of the devotee waiting to uh, serve serve the devotee so it's actually them giving blessings to the householders and to also wake up the householders to spiritual life to understand that all the gifts that krishna has given the householders it should be shared and uh, then also it's a way to preach so even the Prabhupada talks about in his own life how his father just to uh, just to really imbibe this culture, this Vedic culture of honoring the sadhus, he would have sadhus come to the house and he would have the children engage in you know, serving the sadhus, uh, prasadam, and then at the end, by um, uh, the Prabhupada's father, he would ask the sadhus, oh, please pray to Srimati Radharani that my son will be, become a great devotee so Siddha Prabhupada and acharyas, they show that uh, they reveal how a sannyasi yeah they don't need they they can actually live by themselves in the forest even Siddha Prabhupada states that in Bhagavad Gita that if one is actually going to take sannyas that they're able to be free from all fear and can just go into the forest and live off the live in the forest naturally but the party is the sannyasis that are preaching, they'll go they'll go door to door, to then give mercy and preach to the householders.
2: Uh, thank you, Balgopal uh, Das Prabhu, for your wonderful answer,
0: Hari Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna
1: Prabhu. Hare Krishna.
0: Obeisances. thank you for a nice class. I just was uh, interested in your comments on the last sentence of the purport. Um, Krishna consciousness is itself complete for it includes all the processes praised in the Vedic scriptures. So, um, you, you know, enough, the Bhagavatam, it kicks out, you know, Kaitava Dharma and and all these things, and not interested in the flowery words of the Vedas, and so, um, what does that mean exactly? Uh, All the processes praised in the Vedic scriptures are, um, uh, you know, Krishna consciousness, that Krishna consciousness is complete. It has all these processes.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and, uh, in today's class, we quoted the Aho Bhattasva verse, and to dive deeper into it, um, in the first sutra of the Vedanta Sutra, Atato Brahma Jigyasa. So Sridhar if he starts the Vedanta Sutra with this small verse, Atato Brahma Jigyasa, that one should inquire into brahman one should inquire into the absolute truth and the first word atato it's atta and atta so atato should the baladeva vidyabhushan he says that after hearing the vedas after hearing about karmakanda about fruit of activities about sacrifices going to the holy places after hearing about the karma mimangsa philosophy, that's propounded by Jaimini Rishi, then we get to the uh, purva mimansa. We get to the higher realm of devotional service. And so uh Das says: So after hearing all about karma kanda, the fruit, you know, the flowery words of the Vedas, all these things, give all of that up and just surrender unto the absolute. Inquire into the supreme personality of Godhead. So for understanding that all the processes praised in the Vedic scriptures, so what is praised in the Vedic scriptures? You know, we think about the somaras, we think about going to the heavenly planets, you know, Chandogya Upanishad and the other Vedas talks about the, you know, Sacrifice of the living entity to then attain the moon planet, and so all of these processes that are glorified in the Vedic scriptures, the Vedic scriptures then lead us to Krishna consciousness. That by chanting about Krishna, hearing about Krishna, "Smarta Vyasa Vishnu," "Vismarta Vyana chit Sarva Etayor Eva Kinkaraha. That the Vedas ultimately say that all these things that you're hearing, all the rules and regulations, all the different processes that are in the Vedic scriptures, Etayor Eva Kinkaraha. Kinkaraha means servants. These uh, all these processes, they're servants of these two principles. Always remember Krishna and never forget Krishna. And in Srimad Bhagavatam, especially, you know, we see how the great devotees, they, you know, even Daksha, he's engaging in this, um, he's engaging in this sacrifice. And so, Shudavishvanat Chakravarti Thakur, in today's purport, he mentions on how this verse is meant for the sages. It's meant for the sages who are attached to Karmakanda. And that's why the Prabhupada ends the uh, the purport with that sentence. Krishna consciousness is itself complete for it includes all the processes praised in the Vedic scripture. So the siddhas, the pure devotees, they're trying to teach the sages that just by remembering the transcendental pastimes of the Lord, then everything is complete. And uh, yeah, and again, Shradhab Deva Shwas Sadritha uh Krishna Bhakti Kailas Sarva Karma Kritya Hoy That Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Krishna is revealing that everything is complete when one engages in Krishna Bhakti. Is that okay, Mataji, or would you like to say anything?
0: Thank thank you very much, Prabhu. Um, Are all these Siddhas, you know, as described here, you know, they're pure devotees, and is everybody up there, you know, flying around on the planet, (laughs) are are they all pure devotees, or is this just this group here, or what are they, is that what they're like? They're all pure like that?
1: Um, I... I am not, I'm not sure. I tried to look more into it, but um Vishwa Nat just just states, if I can pull up the direct quote because he goes into it right away. Saying that Siddha here means those perfected in bhakti with prema. So Shula Prabhupada is Saying that this statement is from the Siddhas, the inhabitants of Siddhaloka, and the residents of Siddhaloka. And Vishwanath Shrikavarti Thakur, he doesn't go into Siddhaloka, he doesn't go into the Siddha. He, he takes it as Siddha here means those perfected in bhakti with prema. So if we take both of those statements together, um, I feel like the Prabhupada is pointing to that from their statement it appears that they are pure devotees so the siddhas who are speaking are pure devotees but not all of the siddhas in siddhaloka would be pure devotees but these particular ones who are speaking are pure devotees but that's kind of speculation I, I, it's just drawing from what's being stated by both our acharyas there and, uh, yeah that yeah. that
0: seems to make sense thank you so much Prabhu
1: Hare Krishna so it's 9:05, and uh, thank you all for your kind attention. Forgive me if I committed any offenses. All glories to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. Hi Krishna, thank you for that. Was a great class. Very well.
0: Krishna, thank you.